It's episode 70, and this is the first big holiday weekend in Las Vegas, and we are expecting massive crowds. Oh, we really are. And we also have an update on the U.S. and U.K. travel restrictions. It's not looking good for things to kick up anytime soon. Plus, we have more show announcements rolling in, and some shows moving out. The list goes on. Why don't we just spin the wheel and get started? Let's do it. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 70. We have finally, I don't know, were we in retirement, Sean? 70? 70, yeah. (laughs) Well into retirement. Well into retirement. I'm Dana Roselli, along with Sean McAllister. And boy, we're feeling a little loopy because we were just going over the number of things we need to talk about that are going on in Las Vegas, and it's insane. I mean, so here's the deal. For the past... 14 months, almost 15 months at this point, we have been waiting for a ton of stuff to talk about in Las Vegas because obviously over the past year, everything was shut down. Well, now there is just too much to talk about. Too much to talk about. I know, but we've got, you know, a lot of information. So if you're you're tuning in and you're curious about what's going on in Las Vegas at the moment, get ready, buckle up. And here we go. (laughs) I think this is going to be kind of a rapid fire episode. I know. Because we're like, yeah, we need to hit that. We need to hit that. We need to hit this. But something that we did mention is obviously it is Memorial Day weekend here um, in the United States. And obviously that, for some reason, is always kind of the kickoff to summer and people take the long weekend and they go away. A lot of people um, especially do like driving trips. Yep. And Las Vegas right now is very much a driving destination for a lot of people on the West Coast. And already traffic has started on our kind of section there in between Los Angeles and Las Vegas earlier in the week. We're recording this on a Friday. You are listening to it Saturday and after. But this current weekend, even the traffic buildup the week before has been massive. Yeah, it's been absolutely nuts. I've seen uh, throughout the week the traffic just starting to pick up Mm -hmm. coming in from Southern California and even from Arizona too. So we know that there are going to be big crowds here in Las Vegas for Memorial Day weekend, which is really the first big holiday that we've had since uh, things have started to open up a little bit. Right. So, you know, our numbers have already been up, which is great. And then a lot of people that are locals are going, oh, man, I'm, you know, I'm going to like stay away from the Strip a little bit this weekend because they expect us to have so many visitors and everyone feels like everyone just wants to let loose. So it could be a little, you know, a little crazier than normal, maybe. Well, Las Vegas is uh, one of the top driving destinations for Memorial Day weekend. So they are expecting things to be absolutely nuts. Uh, AAA came out with its holiday weekend report saying that they've seen a 60% increase in travel over Memorial Day weekend. So there is going to be heavy traffic Mm. coming in and out. And um, I think if you are one of those drivers and you are stuck on the 15 right Mm -hmm. now and you're listening to Vegas Revealed, well, thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Well, let's list off the things that we have going on, right? Let's do it. Um, well, first of all, we have a lot of things coming up. And so when we say announcements sometimes, it's things that are announced but actually aren't happening yet because they're 
you know, they do this well, well in advance now. We're talking about, you know, a bunch of shows that are coming back here in Las Vegas. So we've got Gwen Stefani returning to Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood, which is a big deal. She's going to do her um, Just a Girl residency from October 22nd to November 6th. So I wasn't sure if she was going to be coming back, but she is. Yeah. Her she... show's great. And also over at the Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood, Shania Twain has announced her return to the stage over there. And it was actually last March when Shania was doing her run of shows that uh, the emails started going out that the next day, Las Vegas was effectively going to be shut down. Mm -hmm. That shows were going to stop, restaurants were closing, everything was pretty much stopping. So Shania was one of the last entertainers on stage uh, before Las Vegas went dark. And now we're getting the news that she will be back. Of course, she's a, a global icon, mm -hmm. country superstar, and it's a great show. And I never saw her at Zappos. I saw her at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. You saw her at Zappos Theater, right? I yep. remember us chatting about this. Yep. And you enjoyed that show. Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. It was a fun show. And then we've talked about the Resorts World shows that have been announced in the theater that isn't opening when the resort opens on June 24th. It'll be later, what did we say, August-ish in the fall, maybe. November. Even. November. Yep. Okay, right. The nightclub's in August or the fall and then the theater, November. But we talked about Celine Dion and Carrie Underwood adding shows shows already because tickets went on sale and the sales were so fantastic well Luke Bryan has now announced he's adding shows too so you know obviously everyone's selling really well over there at Resorts World which hasn't even opened yet and I think Katy Perry has added additional shows as well her performances start uh in December right around Christmas, right? Right yep. into New Year's. Um, Dre's Beach Club opening and nightclub, they announced uh, the grand reopening and this will be June 4th, okay? So not just yet, but coming up next week and they have a whole weekend plan, you know? We, everyone's having these grand reopenings because <laughs> it's exciting that, you know, they've been closed for so long and they're able to kind of get back to what they did before. Andres is just one of the, the beach clubs and pool venues that are going to be absolutely, mm. I mean, packed to the gills yeah. this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, people are going to be out there because it's going to be hot. Right, it is going to be hot. We're like hovering right yeah. around the 100 degree mark already. Yeah. Already, yeah. You know, heading into June. So it is going to literally and figuratively be <laughs> one Hell of a hot summer <laughs> here true. in Las Vegas. I mean, next weekend, we're looking at Thursday hitting around 107 in oh, certain parts of I'm not ready for it yet. Ooh, I know. And just so people know, Dre's Beach Club sits on top of the Cromwell. Right, right at the corner there of uh, Flamingo and Las Vegas Boulevard. So it, it's a fun spot and a beautiful view at night. It really, really is. Hey, and then comedian Daniel Tosh is doing some stand-up at the Ka Theater at the MGM Grand, and that's going to take place on August 14th. That show's scheduled for 7.30. I know a lot of people like Daniel Tosh. Yeah, so the, the shows are coming back, and one of the shows that has been back for a little bit now is uh, magician Matt Franco. His show, Reinvented Nightly, has uh, once again started to reinvent itself nightly <laughs> over at The Link, and we popped over there and saw the show the other night, Dana. Yeah, some incredible magic. I mean, really, sometimes you just, which is the point, you know, of going to a magic show and you're wowed and you're like, how did you do that? But that was what we kept saying through the whole show. But uh, the one thing I really wanted to point out was the, the showroom setup. I loved it. It was like the seats. If you were just, it was two people 
people. They had you in two seats next to each other, comfortable seating, and then tons of space until the next two, and then yep. the next two, and then other people that were in threes or fours, they were grouped together. So I loved the spread out of that showroom. They did a great job. Yeah, they did. And even the people down in the, the first tier of the, the theater closest to the stage, they had like lounge, like club lounge yeah. chairs that they were in. That looked super comfy. I know. And the chairs that we were in, you know, that was nice seating too. And it was all staggered. Um, they did. They yeah. did a really great job. And I, th I think the trick that you, Matt's trick that you liked the most was when he kept making wine bottles appear. It's true though, I did. Well, because they're heavy bottles. Like, how did those appear? But I mean... <laughs> That was incredible. And, you know, there's so many other things I could talk about, but I also know as a magician having a show, you want people to have the element of surprise. So we could right. go down a rundown of different things he did, but we want to leave that, you know, for people to go and, and be wild themselves. But yeah, that wine bottle one was... That was killer. It is. That was that was great. Um, so Matt Franco is back. Uh, something that's not entertainment related, but can help you get around the city a little bit more, especially the the strip corridor. The Las Vegas monorail has resumed its normal daily functions. It's so exciting. I live right near one of the monorail stations, and I always used to see the monorail go back and forth, and it's colorful. There's different ones. They have different kinds of wraps. And I just saw it parked there for a year, collecting dust, and it was sad. It was like, wow, things aren't even moving, you know? But now the monorail is back. So, yes, it's really exciting for those folks that are going to be going to conventions that are, you know, coming back in small doses, but the world of Concrete kicks off on June 8th to the 10th. So this will help because the monorail starts at the Sahara. Yep. And then, you know, goes south through a bunch of different stops along the way. But it also gets people back and forth to the convention center. Yeah. And it really is convenient, even for uh, major events that happen uh, on the strip. A lot of times I'll park over at the convention center, get on the monorail and then take it to one of the stops in the middle of the strip, usually like Bally's or something, and uh, get off the monorail and make it super easy so that driving mm -hmm. in and out traffic can be, obviously, you know, if you've been here, you know that traffic on the Las Vegas Strip, it's a bit of a nightmare sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, for those of us who live here and want to get on and off the strip pretty easily, the monorail really does afford some great options. It, and it's really and it's cheap. cheap. It's so cheap. I think like $1.50 it's for some stop. So, yeah, it's a really, really great option. And especially when people come visit, they, they enjoy that too. So, yeah, the monorail's back, and we love it. And speaking of conventions, something I wanted to mention, the nightclub and bar show is going to be returning to Las Vegas June 28th to the 30th. So we welcome them back. And Sean and I are actually going to be on one of the panels. So we're excited to be a part of that. We're still waiting on what day and time slot we're going to. But uh, we were invited to speak and we hope to answer everyone's burning questions. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we're, we're going to be talking uh, specifically with some smaller uh, bar and nightclub mm -hmm. owners from across the country and around the world and offering some insights on how they can effectively market 
their their business right. without having to go through the big expense of hiring PR companies and big marketing companies. And, you know, we have, that's what Dana and I do on a day-to-day basis is help small businesses out and help them create content to get the word out about what they do. So we're going to uh, be imparting some of our knowledge. That's right. We'll see how we do, right? But I think we're going to get a lot of good questions. And I think sometimes when you and I talk about these types of things, even having our journalism background and the ones who receive press releases to newsrooms and go, is this worth coverage? Even that background is all going to be helpful. But you and I talk about things like this all the time, and it seems so normal. But to other people... It, they find it really interesting of yeah. how they can get, you know, free. And essentially, we all want ways to have free coverage, right? Yep, absolutely. Uh, so, so yeah, we look forward to, to definitely uh, doing that one. Something else we wanted to chat about was the U.S. and U.K. travel restrictions. Oh, man. A bunch of articles this week came out, one of them in Forbes. It says the U.S. has no plans to change the travel policy at the moment, because there was a lot of talk about the UK and US lifting some of these restrictions kind of like mid-May. That never happened. And now we aren't really sure if it's going to happen in June, but there's more talk of it being pushed toward mid-July. So it's a ways off yet. It is. And I think the uh, visitor numbers that we're getting from McCarran Airport, Mm -hmm. that's our international airport here in Las Vegas, uh, they are very indicative of the state of affairs with uh, foreign travel. Just in the month of April, it is down 90% compared to April of 2019. So April 2019, we were still, that was pre-pandemic, and uh, we had 90% fewer travelers coming in just this past April, just a month ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that shows how how slow international travel has been to uh, pick back up. And of course, across Europe and into Asia, uh, there's been such a slow rollout of uh, the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And so people are just having such trouble getting vaccinated and there's new waves of sickness that are happening. So yeah. really hoping that that gets under control for all of our friends overseas uh, to obviously, first of all, stay healthy, but you know, as a result of that, to be able to travel again. Yeah. And, and it, listen, I think, you know, putting a lot of thought into whether to lift this makes sense. I mean, you know, if if a lot of people from other countries are coming here, they're not vaccinated, we don't want to go loosey-goosey again, basically, right. you know? So, and then vice versa for the, you know, us, the people from the United States going to England, maybe they want to visit London or things like that. So, I mean, we need to be careful. And I know they're looking over, I guess, the, you know, the pressure's on for timelines is what the article says, is they're asking, you know, uh, the United States, the EU, the UK, everyone to kind of give a timeline so that people can plan because we all like a plan (laughs) well and i mean but that's the tough thing yeah is that when there's a a situation like we're in now you can't really put a timeline Mm -hmm. on a pandemic right that kind of runs its course and obviously there's you know medical intervention to try and you know squash it and make the pandemic be over with as quickly as possible but you know, when there are hiccups in the vaccine rollout and when doses aren't available and, you know, that 
that muddies up the waters yeah. and makes it really hard to put a definitive timeline on when things like travel can open up again. We yeah. can just cross our fingers and hope that it's sooner than later. I know, and it's so true. And, you know, most people recently who have gone to the airport say, man, it's packed. And so if those numbers confuse you, our Terminal 3 is where a lot of our international travel, all of our international travel pretty much happens. So that's a separate terminal. So when people are going to Terminal 1, it's a lot of the domestic travel. So, yeah, Terminal 1 is busy. But I have a feeling Terminal 3 you could hear pin drop. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And that's a big terminal too. Yeah. But speaking of domestic travel, you know, in that same time period, April of uh, this this year, April 2021, Las Vegas, uh, the airport saw 2.9 million visitors wow. coming through. And that's a good rebound number. Mm-hmm. The number in uh, April of 2019 was 4.2 million Visitors, so we are still down about you know thirty percent right. from where we were pre-pandemic. But having nearly three million visitors coming back just in April, that's a good sign. It's and good I know sign. that Memorial Day weekend is going to pump the numbers up for May and the beginning of June, also. Right. So, and and this is without international travel, so pretty good (laughs) yeah it's essentially taking international travel out of the mix but uh southwest airlines seems to be the uh, carrier that's bringing in the most people in april they had over a million visitors that were just traveling on southwest and the other carriers were around the three hundred thousand mark well and, and you know southwest is one of our i think is our biggest carrier within the United States at McCarran. When are we changing the name of McCarran, by the way? Are we still calling it McCarran? Because it's changed into the... Isn't it changing into the Harry Reid Airport or something? Uh, yeah, <laughs> We'll get into that another time. All eventually. right, I wasn't sure. I went there the other day and I saw the signage still McCarran and I thought, when was the switch? Because I thought there was a vote on that. I'm, I'm happy to just call it what I know it is. The Las Vegas International Airport? Yeah, that. <laughs> well, the, these new figures that we just uh, had arrive in our... Uh, inbox still say McCarran, okay. so okay, we're still going with McCarran. Yeah, I'll have to Google that <laughs> after the show. Um, something we like to talk about, as you can tell in this podcast, um, especially this one, is the firsts because we have a lot of firsts. First big holiday weekend, and something that happened just recently was the first big event in downtown Las Vegas. Yeah, this was incredible. Ten thousand people packed the Las Vegas Events Center. For the Dead Mouse concert. Yeah, this was a huge event. And it it seems like it, it almost kind of popped up out of nowhere. I feel like there was a really quick turnaround from the time that this concert was announced yeah. to the time that it happened just this past week. But it was wild seeing the downtown Las Vegas Event Center absolutely packed shoulder to shoulder with 10,000 fans of EDM music. And... It, it seemed to have go off without a hitch. I know that there were long lines getting in because they were uh, checking for vaccination cards and all that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it, I saw people posting on social media that it was a slow process to get people in. But once they were in there, it seemed like everything went smooth and people had a great time. Yeah. I mean, and I'm looking at some of the videos and I'm going, wow. I mean, they were 
close. I didn't know if we'd ever see something like this again. I know. And it's a promising sign to see that an event of that scale could be pulled off in such a successful way. And kudos to Derek Stevens, who runs the D, the Golden Gate, Circa Las Vegas, and the downtown Las Vegas event center for putting this together. Yeah, he always finds ways to, he likes to be first. He does. First is like his middle name. (laughs) Derek First Stevens. He likes to be the first uh, when it comes to trying things out and always finds a way to, to pull it off. And it seemed like everyone had a good time, didn't hear about any really negative things happening. No. So we love that. We love it. You know, let's have more of that. And and sticking uh, in downtown Las Vegas, uh, the Fremont Street Experience has announced that it is, you know, bringing back the live concerts, live entertainment down on Fremont Street, which is super exciting, especially for all of our local entertainers. And I know that we talk a lot about the local entertainers, but they really are the backbone of the entertainment uh, scene here in our city. We have these big headliners that are, you know, national and international superstars, but the entertainers who live here in Las Vegas, who that's their day-to-day job is to entertain. You know, Fremont Street is opening up venues and making it possible for them to get back on the stage and do what they do. And we mentioned at the top of the show that some shows are moving out. We mentioned it last week that some of the smaller shows that have been part of the Caesars Entertainment family for a long time are not going to be, you know, doing shows anymore because they're closing those smaller showrooms for now. So uh, we mentioned Anthony Cools was moving out. We saw some Instagram posts there. His show, The Uncensored Hypnotist Show, at Paris ended. He's looking for hopefully a new home so that he can continue. We don't know if that will happen or or what his plans are. But just this week, I saw the Bronx Wanderers moving out of Harrah's too. And they were showing like their elevator that, you know, they Uh said, I don't know when we'll see our name, you know, our faces on an elevator again anytime soon. But, you know, they were moving all the equipment out. And so it's sad to see a lot of these shows move out. It is. And there's been a lot of conversation on Twitter, people going back and forth, you know, especially the people that that live here and work here saying, you know, these guys kind of feel like they're getting just like, you know, pushed out the back door. And you know, I know there's a business plan and there's a model, but I think we're, what's going to happen is we are going to miss these smaller shows and they will be back. Well, and I think it's part of the wave that we've seen in Las Vegas, you know, over the decades. We've seen waves where there is an emphasis on these type of shows and then back to the celebrity shows. I think it'll all even out eventually, but right now the emphasis seems to be on the bigger headliner names. All right, well, that brings us right to our tips because two podcasts ago, we interviewed Debbie Gibson and that podcast is flying off the charts. (laughs) So I wanted to mention that I got an email from Venetian about some of their suite deals and their hotel room deals. And I noticed on the announcement for Debbie Gibson and Joey McIntyre's show at the Venetian that it said more dates coming soon. So heads up, everyone, that more dates, it seems like, will be announced for that show that is selling really well. I can't wait to see them together on stage. And side note, Debbie Gibson is in the latest episode of Lucifer on Netflix. It's now live. So check her out in that show as well. She does kind of like a musical episode there. Uh, Something else I wanted to mention is keep an eye out for my deluxe version article on the nightlife 
and day life at Resorts World. I interviewed the Vice President of Lifestyle Marketing for Resorts World. He gives me the whole rundown of incredible DJs that they have lined up for the summer and the fall. All right. And uh, my tip of the week is about the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip. It sits right there across the street from New York, New York. They're about to celebrate their 50th anniversary of Hard Rock Cafes all around the world. Dana and I are going to be part of the celebration here in Las Vegas. That is coming up in the middle of June, and we'll have more details on the date, time, all that for you coming up next week here on the podcast. Can't wait to host that. It should be great. All right, everyone, we are out. I've got to go catch up on the Friends reunion. Everyone's watched it besides me. It's so good. (laughs) Get the tissues ready. The tissues are ready. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Let's go to Vegas. We'll stay up all night. Let's go to